Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog, Particularly Packers podcast once again, checking in with you. Um, happy late Father's Day for everybody out there, you know. Wishing everybody a good one. Um, there are a lot of moms out there doing the dad role too. That one goes out to you or grandmas, you, you know, all the grandparents. Anybody who's raising a baby, you know, whether it's yours or not yours, if you're taking the responsibility and holding it down like a dad, this day goes out to you. Um, but actually, it was a couple of days ago. But happy happy late Father's Day to everybody. Um, happy to join y'all once again. Hasn't been much of news, you know, besides Mr. Aaron Rodgers going on TV with an I Am Offended shirt, which isn't a surprise because... We are offended too, bro. Um, we're not offended at the same things you are. We're actually offended by some of your actions in the Packers community because, you know, you ain't loyal to the soil. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, here's, here's what it comes down to. The dude has been offended the entire time. There's nothing new to this. Um, he is the Kevin Durant of the NFL. You know what I mean when I say that? I mean, he's one of the most talented individuals with the thinnest skin. He's, const- you know, constantly just... There's always in the tableau, always in his emotions, constantly, you know what I mean? And Kevin Durant, no disrespect. I mean, take it if you want to. I know his mama probably will, according to Stephen A., if I remember correctly. She went off on somebody, but, you know, it is what it is. Get over it. Um, Back to Aaron Rodgers and getting over things. I don't know if you guys remember when he was drafted, but he was definitely offended at being the 24th pick. And I think he had a chip on his shoulder against all 23 of the other teams that, you know, avoided him. I don't know if some there was a team that picked twice. I'm really not sure. There might be 22 teams. But there was definitely 23 spots before him. So with that being said, and if anybody remembers, um, we thought he was going to go first pick, which ended up being Alex Smith. I really like that guy. I was happy for his career. I'm not sure what it's dwindling down to. He might have retired. I think he did. Um, always loved Alex Smith. I'm a huge fan. You know, especially with what he went through, and he made it back, and I'm super happy for him. I'm pretty sure he retired. So happy for you, Alex Smith. Happy you got out of the game decently healthy. You made it back. That was Trooper. You know, big warrior right there. Appreciate you. With that being said, Aaron Rodgers, 24th pick, chip on his shoulders already. And for those that didn't know, Mike McCarthy was over there in the 49ers, and I believe offensive coordinator. With that being said stories around the league, you know, Greg Jennings, actually, if I remember correctly, said in an interview that Aaron Rodgers used to actually tell Mike McCarthy in an interview in little cheap shots, like, oh, yeah, when you picked Alex Smith, and you know, things of the of that nature. Um, that's, you know, how he is. He's constantly held on to grudges, which I don't see as a bad thing. I've personally been accused of the same issue is what they tell me that it is, but Honestly, it's just a fact. If somebody does you wrong, you pretty much know it. And not saying they did them wrong, but they chose somebody else, which is fine because most most of our, especially when you get older, most of your women have already chose somebody else. But eventually, if they find you and they're happiest with you, then get on, get on, get over it. You know what I'm saying? But you can hold on to it, I guess. Um, with that being said, he's been offended basically ever since the day he got in. Um, at the other teams, you know, and I did rewatch the Pat McAfee interview. I, I hate to keep bringing him up, especially because I'm not his biggest fan. I think the dude's kind of a goober, um, but he definitely has inside connections. 
There's a lot of knowledge going through there. Definitely not coming out. You know, I'm just, we, I'm going to leave that alone. I don't like to talk bad on anybody. Um, but AJ Hawk, I'm not the biggest fan of. It's just if Aaron Rodgers wasn't running through that network and basically like the source right there, man, those are the guys. So you kind of have to get through that to get an insight into Aaron. But once again, goes back to the interview and he says it. I don't think there's any reason I wouldn't be back. You know, and I don't know what the issue is now. It's really weird that he's walking back on this statement. I don't know why nobody's announcing it, even Pat McAfee himself. And, you know, going back to the interview, he spoke a lot about trust and how he didn't trust his knee and how it was hard for him to get back to trusting his knee. So he had to do squats. He needed to do all these physical exercises to train his mind. This is all in you know his his own trust issues. He's telling you in the interview, go ahead, watch it. You know, get Mister McAfee some some love over there. Get him some likes. Get some knowledge for yourself. Learn about this guy, man. He talks over and over about his trust issues in himself, and now we're asking him to trust somebody else. You know, how's he supposed to trust the Packers? Well, I don't trust that I'm going to be around, and we don't know, you know, what lies around each corner and blah blah blah. You know, this is all. Trust, trust. These things that we're speaking of are illusions. They're kind of like your leverage situation. Um, they're kind of like relationships and all this. This is a um, employer to employee relationship. He's signed. He's under contract. You know what I mean? He's when you sign the contract, you take the money. You're supposed to show up. He doesn't want to. That's on him. If he's just doing a publicity stunt, that's on him. Um, even his interview on. The McAfee show was for the brand. He's doing this for him. His name's getting out in the tabloids more than ever. People are going to talking about him. Um, he can go back and say that, you know, this is all reporter hoomla, that you guys are just talking crazy, and it never made sense, and he was completely content, you know. It's very interesting the way that he's playing it out. Oh, man. He, he has the right to remain silent. He always uses it. You know, he makes sure to put out little pieces, little drops here and there. But for the most part, with his relationship with McCarthy or with his relationship with Greg Jennings or his relationship with different people, he, he's kept a shadow on it. If it was any type of darkness on it, he's avoided it, like the plague. He hasn't addressed it, you know, and other people. If you listen to Greg Jennings, I, I am very disappointed to say that I don't remember which one I watched. But it was a Greg Jennings interview, and he was just talking about the very first game of the year, and the Minnesota Vikings player came over and was like, hey, man, why do they have you running all these weak routes, like these routes that aren't set up like for you? And Aaron Rodgers said something to Greg Jennings, and I'm not sure it's true, but I'm pretty sure because Greg, Greg Jennings had a lot of emotion and enthusiasm behind this. But he said along the lines of Aaron Rodgers said, why don't you guys, you guys should sign him next year. And Greg Jennings like, what? This is the first game of the season. And we got the whole season to go through. He's playing over here for his contract. And Aaron Rodgers basically t- just saying, like, he'll be a free agent. Like, we're not going to work it out, you know, during the year. We're not going to re-sign him. Like, get him next year. Pay him. Pay the man. And Greg Jennings says it always stuck with him. And just something like that is so, it's super offensive. Especially from those situ- from his standpoint. You know, and then you hear that and you're like, what? And that's knowing Aaron Rodgers had a contract coming up and, there was a lot of money going to be left on the table. That's not support. Like that. That's that is crazy to to hear that he said something like that. Um, 
listening to Greg Jennings and the way that he was talking about Aaron Rodgers not being a leader and just the way that he was breaking it down. If the shoe fits, you know what I mean? You almost got to claim it. And you've heard a lot of things about Aaron Rodgers once players leave. Not all of them happy. Um, some of them are. But with that being said, you know, somebody's always disappointed. Uh, Jordy Nelson, I keep hearing people wanted Jordy Nelson. I'm so thankful we let Jordy Nelson go. That last year, Jordy Nelson was there. He, I did not like the tape. When I was watching the games, I was like, get him out of there. Get him out. Like, please let this be the last year. So when he left... I was super thankful as a Packers fan. This is I hear other people saying, "Oh, well they sh- we should, you know, they should have kept Jordy Nelson." If you say that, you probably weren't watching. You know, he was drastically declining after he left there. I think he went to the Raiders for what two years or something, and then retired. You know, he wasn't going to play at other places like that. Um, him and Aaron Rodgers did have a timing down that you know has not been replaced. We're not going to lie; has not been replaced. However, that's a uh, Valdez, I, ooh, this comes, circle back, circle back. Valdez, we're going to get into that, but he's got contract year. You know, we got a lot of free agents coming up. Oh, man, that's going to be crazy. Um, Half the wide receiver room is leaving. Well, most of it, actually. Uh, the cornerback room is the same way. It's going to be interesting offseason. With that being said, Aaron Rodgers is going to want more money. He's going to, you know, I know we were trying to restructure the contract, uh, restructure his contract, free up some space. Um, he wasn't willing to budge. He said no. Uh, I heard he wanted an extension. You know, they say that we offered an extension. He didn't take, you know. Here's the difference. Brady is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Brady does not look for money. Brady takes pay cuts. Brady understands the structure of a team and that if he soaks up most of the money, there can't be as much money spent elsewhere. Now, I'm not saying it's a formula for, you know, Success. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers needs to do it, but he's got to understand that we are offended in the fact that we couldn't make a better team because he's not willing to restructure. He's not willing to budge. He's not going to do anything for us. He's in his own head. He's in his own space. He wants to do things his way. You know, we could have probably signed him forward with the, you know, bonus money. He probably could have avoided taxes, made more money. You know, we could have, the Packers have no problem giving him money. What he wants is more of the power, more. Uh, from what we hear, he wants more of the uh, control over the players, and it's madness. It's madness. Um, with that being said, I'm a I'm a huge proprietor. Let's say that I believe I'm using it right of being thankful. I think that we should prioritize being thankful. You know what I mean? I think that he should be very thankful that he never had a dominant coach. He never had a Bill Belichick. He had Mike McCarthy, who's a uh, we're going to call him a puppet, and I'm only going to call him a puppet because he's working now for Jerry Jones, and we know anybody un- underneath Jerry Jones, you're never going to be, I mean, you're Pinocchio for sure. Like somebody else is pulling those strings, the same dude is signing your check, and the second you don't pull the strings he wants you to pull, hey, there go, there you go, buddy. So with that being said, definitely not what I'd call a dominant coach. Matt LaFleur, they brought in a rookie because I don't think they wanted that dominant force to be clashing with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think they wanted somebody that's going to put him in his place. I think they wanted Aaron Rodgers to feel like he had some freedom. And with Matt LaFleur being super flexible, as you can hear in his interviews, he's saying all the right things. I mean, I don't know about the way, the way he phrases things, but I'm not from where he's from when it came to we want him in the worst way. or I don't know about all that. Maybe that wasn't the best way to put it, but I don't understand the phrase. Maybe where he's from, it means something. Where I'm from, it's like, what, what you talking? So with that being said, um, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm a huge proprietor of being thankful, especially when last year, I, th- I believe he had like the last, the least sacks of his career. Um, that's all credit to our great. It's usually good slash borderline great offensive lines. Um, I think it's been very consistent, pretty consistent. There was, you know, a year or two in there when it was kind of shaky. However, we always, we bring up an offensive line. You can put running backs back there. Look at Aaron Jones, for example, Jamal Williams, we miss you, man. Fontana High, forever. You know what I mean? Hopefully, you end up a Packer somehow. Once again, never know what happens. A.J. Dillon, you know, we're going to bring this this beast up. And like I said, we don't get first-round picks for running backs, but we always seem to find something that works. And when you're running behind a good to great offensive line, it's a whole lot easier to plug in somebody like Aaron Jones, even though he fumbled huge, um, cost us. But with that being said... Uh, I'm a huge proprietor of just being thankful. And I think that he's had a great team. He's uh, been surrounded with great players. Devontae Adams used to be a number three on our team. If you folks remember, we had uh, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and then Devontae Adams. And it wasn't really until the year that Aaron Rodgers got hurt and we had Brett Hundley jump into the driver's seat that we saw Devontae Adams really shine. You know what I mean? Despite who's back there, Devontae Adams is going to shine. In Green Bay, I'm not sure if he jumps out of here, you know, what he's going to deal with or how that's going to go. I hope that we keep him. This all comes back to free agents. Um, there's some huge free agent, you know, holdouts going on that aren't being spoken of, at least in my eyes, that are huge, which is Xavier Howard, which is really crazy because he just, you know, fi- signed a five-year extension last year with years still remaining on his contract. So he, he could have waited, but he has four years left. And he had one great year last year. Um, he's the second highest paid on his team. You have Byron Jones making, I think he's like $16.5 million. Um, Xavier, How- Xavier Howard pulled off 10 picks at like a 50% completion rate, which is crazy. I mean, the dude was just, I think he had like 20 pass, in- pass defenses, if I remember correctly, somewhere around there. But the dude had one good year. I mean, very solid cornerback. Um, Byron Jones is awesome too. He's actually so good that they threw Xavier's way a lot more um, because they didn't want to throw at Byron Jones. Uh, I honestly, if you look back at the stats, I think it's all there. You can you can see it. Um, so Xavier Howard had one tremendous good year. Uh, their defense was awesome. Honestly, uh, Miami is nothing to sleep on. Their defense is they got killers out there. Xavier Howard, he's a beast. He's a really good player. I think that, you know, on another team, he'll do decent. But he had one good year. He's sitting here holding out. He wants uh, to be basically higher paid. He definitely wants to be higher paid than Byron Jones. And he had one great year. We You watched the game against Devontae Adams last uh, two years ago, I believe it was. And, you know, we, we Devontae schooled him. With that being said, last year, the dude, he was holding it down. Um Xavier Howard, I'm a huge fan of his. Nothing, nothing bad to say. It's very. I don't like the contract situation. I don't like him holding out. I don't like. You just signed a contract extension, and you're already talking about you want to get traded because you want more money. He's not one of the top five in the league. He had one good year. I think with a second good year, or even a third good year, you definitely deserve your way up there. Um, with one good year, it's really hard. But I understand cornerback is hard to get the light. He's in the limelight. He was looked at as one of the best cornerbacks last year so this is the time for him i guess to hold out and 
this is what this is what we're doing, man. This is what we're doing. And when I say we're, I mean every one of us with all this bitching and complaining. I mean, that's all it is. Is ultimately, it's you know, this thing that we're looking at is leverage, and it's just it's really destroying, it's destroying the structure of the league, which is I think what they're trying to do and what the players with their, you know, the power want to do. But I think what we don't understand is success and um, happiness don't always go hand in hand. It's not going to be the happiest league, may not be the most successful league. Um, I understand that there's been a lot of people that have built what is here now, and people don't like the way that it's being ran. But things are ran a certain way so that you can build it. Look at the military, for example. I'm not saying that this is a military, but you need that structure. Um, what we're doing, we're definitely tampering with the structure, with the, the social media and just exposure and all this. It definitely exposed a lot of things. And... We just got to see, you know, is this going to continue success or is this, it's, it's being really hard. I don't remember during, you know, the 90s and 80s, these player holdouts and just like this craziness every year with some of the best players. And this goes back, Xavier Howard, and, you know, one year is, is really iffy. But then you have Stefan Gilmore. And for Stefan Gilmore, I feel for him. He's been the best player in the league for, you know, quite some time. 2019 D player of the year, if I remember correctly. Um, I believe he's the 25th highest paid corner, 25th. And the dude is top five all day, probably top three. If not, you know, he deletes that whole side of the field. They don't even throw to his side. Stefan Gilmore is a beast. He has been a beast. He's a Patriot legend. Um, I mean, what else, what else you want? He, he's getting roughly, I think seven mil this year, but that is because they forwarded some money last year, free up some space, do, you know, some moving around money. He did get. A little more money last year. He was supposed to get, I think, nine mil. Probably got a little more than that. Um, but yeah, he's set to make seven million this year. Xavier Howard, I think he's complaining about making what's he a fifteen or sixteen mil? And you know, he's half the talent. I'm not gonna say half the talent, but half the uh, pedigree that Stefan Gilmore's put down on record. You know, Stefan Gilmore's proven Super Bowl champ. Um, two-time All-Pro, if I remember correctly. I mean, the dude, he's held it down. You can, he has all the accolades. accolades. Um, and he's not asking to get traded. That's what I like about him. He's come out. He's definitely asked for a new contract. He just wants some money. He's probably looking at the next three years of playing. You know, he probably has three years. 34 is really high for a corner. So if he can get three years of some good money, you know, the dude completely deserves it. Patriots have some money. I mean, they can wiggle, they can wiggle it out. They can definitely give them. It'd be tough to give him twenty million a year, but you know that's that's Jalen Ramsey money, um, and that comes back to you know our free agents next year are looking crazy. The Packers' free agents next year are very concerning. Um, it starts with Devontae Adams. You know, Devontae. With that being said, we love Devontae. He's made it very clear that if Aaron Rodgers is in there, he's going to be in a different stance, which I think is why he's not even really. We have no clarification on his contract situation because he's made it clear that Aaron Rodgers situation determines part of his contract situation, which as Packer fans, we didn't like to hear, um, especially if we're going to move on from Rodgers. Aaron, I mean, Adams is going to want to be super paid, you know, cause his boy is not there. So basically if I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay for the money at this point. He has some teammates, you know, and we'll see what the year does. So, Hopefully this year brings some clarity to the Devontae Adams. We definitely need to tie him up. I would hate to see him leave. 
especially with the whole rest of the wide receiver room, which I've gone over in a previous episode. I believe everybody in the room basically is um, free agents besides Amari Rogers. You have Devin Funches on a prove-it deal one year. We'll see what he can do after opting out last year for the COVID uh, scandemic. And what, let's see, who else we got? We got MVS. MVS is up, you know what I mean? I I don't I don't really look forward to signing MVS, especially if he's gonna want money, which he hasn't he hasn't produced over here um very much. Which I root for you. Um nothing personal, but I don't think he if he demands a lot of money, we gotta let him go. We have I think Equinemius is up, you know, it's just the whole room, the whole wide receiver room is looking real poor at this point. Um with that being said. Before I forget, David Bakhtiari and Kenny Clark were signed during the season. They both would have been possible free agents, but we saved it. We got them signed in, and that's that's a blessing. That's a huge blessing. We don't have to worry about that. We got them locked away. Oh, man, good job, front office. You signed two you know, studs that I'm super happy to have on the team, even though um, Bakhtiari's coming off his knee injury and hopefully everything heals up, but that dude's a beast, a monster. Plus Aaron Rodgers loves him. It's very sad, especially go back, watch that Mercedes Lewis on TMZ interview. He was so sad, man. It was, Oh man, you shouldn't watch it, but you should watch it. With that being said, go check out the quitty pay storage on the story on uh, YouTube, man. It is amazing. Quitty pay. And just, it's nine minutes, 10 minutes, I even had to share it on my social media personally just because it was amazing. Um, his story, I'm a huge fan of his now. You know what I mean? Just the, the word quitty, for example, and just what it goes down to. And, you know, it, it's it's brutal. It definitely has some uh, some killings in the beginning and what his mom went through. And it is very sad, but they prevailed. That's an amazing one. He's done it for her. His dedication, he had a goal his whole life. And that's something that I did not have. And it's amazing to me that he had the strength. And you listen to the story. Quitty pay. Check it out. Amazing guy. All right. Back to it. Devontae Adams. Let's try to, uh, we definitely got to ink him in. That's going to be our primary focus. You know, after this Aaron Rodgers things figures out, we're going to sit down definitely with Devontae and say, what's up, what's up. All right. Number two is definitely Jahir Alexander. You heard what Xavier Howard is doing. You heard what Stefan Gilmore is doing. Um, Jahir Alexander, we could definitely pick up the fifth-year option on him, which I think we probably will, but I would like not to. I would just like to ink him away, get that dude happy. I would love to see him at Packer, you know, for at least three to four more years. The dude is a genius. He's I'm his biggest fan, so I would love to see him at Packer for life, but ink him three to four more years, pay the man, back up Brink's truck for him. He deserves every penny, and we don't want to lose that type of talent. We don't even want him unhappy. We don't want him doing an Xavier Howard or a Stefan Gilmore. We want that guy in the building, happy, stoked, ready to play. Um, cornerback is hurting. They We are hurting. I'm glad we got Eric Stokes. Um, we also picked up Shamir Jean Charles. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. I don't even have it anywhere in front of me. It's just off my, my memory. You know, we have a couple guys in-house. With that being said, Jahir Alexander's coming up. You know, we grab his fifth-year option, which is nice because Chandon Sullivan, he's up, and Josh Jackson, he's up. Kevin King, he signed a one-year prove-it deal after his, you know, uh, well, I hate to talk about the last game, but his blown performance. He did have some good tackles in that game, though. 
Um, he did have some some nice little hits in there, but yeah, he definitely he didn't shine. Kevin King, you know, what I mean, it's I'm, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you. You're always injured, but you know, you usually show up to play. That didn't happen our last game. You're only as good as your last game, so we'll leave it at that. Um, Robert Tanyan, I'm not the biggest fan. He's definitely solid. He's consistent. Um, I don't know what kind of money he's going to be expecting, but that's a tight end coming up that could try to fetch a good amount of money. I think he'll make more on the open market, but he might stay with us. He's a good guy. Um, no, no problem with signing him, especially because Big Dog's definitely coming back for one more year. He came back for an Aaron Rodgers year, which he may not even get. He may get. Who knows? We don't even. It's sad, but we'll see what Big Dog does. So Robert Tanyan, he we're definitely going to probably want to sign him or keep him in house because it's nice to have a tight end. Um, with some, you know, credibility. With that being said, yeah, Marquez, you're due. Equinemius is due. J.K. Scott, our punter. Uh, he's got a leg, man. He's got a, he, he can, he can bomb that thing, but he's been kind of inconsistent. So I don't know, you know, we definitely like to keep J.K. around because you don't like to be hurting on, in the punter category, especially, I believe we drafted him. So we, we, you know, we spent some, some capital on the guy. Like to see him around. We need a little more consistency out of him, but the dude can he has a he has a cannon. Um Josh Jackson, you know, I'm I'm rooting for the guy. And Sullivan, we got Sullivan too, Shannon Sullivan, but Josh Jackson is he was our second round pick, supposed to be first round talent. Hasn't really panned out. We got the new D coordinator this year. Hopefully he gets Josh Jackson a huge chance, especially with you know, I believe he was good in zone. Um, so if we can drop him in zone a little bit, have him floating around spying or something, I think Josh Jackson can still pan out, maybe even earn a contract. I would hope that would be nice. Keep some cornerbacks in the room. Um, Lucas Patrick, he's our guard. We need to ink him up. I mean, he's he's been pretty consistent. He's always in the, in the mix. Um, Will Redman, our safety, he's been pretty consistent. Uh, I don't know what kind of money he's going to draw from outside attention, but he's been – Decently consistent. He's usually decently healthy. I, I know that he, he made the injury report a couple times. I think he missed a game or two. But, you know, decent player, decent player. And um, Oren Burks. So Oren Burks is another one. You know, he's been a – we drafted him in the third, if I remember correctly, and I thought he was going to have a huge part for us. Um, we put him in the put him in the spotlight after we lost Blake Martinez. I believe he tore his pec, if I remember correctly. Ever since the injury, he has not come back strong. He's come back and got a little bit of playing time, but he's not the highlight player that you know we were hoping for, which is why we brought in some some fresh fresh blood over there, middle linebacker once again. You know, welcome to the team. I believe it was Campbell. Um, huge, huge, huge increase in middle linebacker. Super happy for us. With that being said, back to Aaron Rodgers. Hey man, figure your stuff out, man. Um, as far as how do I feel about it, I'm not I'm not a fan of the guy. I never have been um, as a as a personal, you know, person. Football player, the dude is a unicorn. He's one of the top, you know, to go from Favre to Aaron Rodgers was, I mean, that was like like is a lotto ticket. I and mean, our chances are so small to go success to success. We most likely won't do it again. I'm gonna say 95 percent sure that won't happen. Most teams don't. Um, there's been a couple miracles, kind of like what I can think of as Drew Bledsoe when he got injured and Tom Brady took over. That was whoo, the beginning of the end from there. Um, so we'll see. You know, it's always possible. I, I, the definitely stories told. You know, Aaron Rodgers won himself. Is Jordan Love going to be that? Probably not. 
But the dude does have a cannon. You know, we wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully he gets his opportunity in Green Bay. Um, we love Aaron Rodgers for what he's done. We don't love him for what he's doing. You know what I mean? Definitely not. But we got to start with being thankful before we say that we are offended. Because offended is ultimately a choice. Um, you look back, end of the day, step back, ask yourself what you're offended for. The list may be even even shorter than what you should be thankful for. Um, if it's not, it may be your perspective. Otherwise, yeah, you're just in a bad place and you should probably move on. So maybe you should just compare your list, Mr. Rogers over there, and see if your reasons to be offended are anywhere near your reasons to be thankful because you've got a good team, you've got a good organization, you don't agree with everything, but I don't think there's any or most jobs where you agree with everything the owner does unless you are part owner. You know what I mean? And uh, we don't want you to be. I mean, if you want to buy part of the team, that's fine. You can join the stocks. But we don't want you calling the shots. Um, we want you staying in your lane, brother. Um, we didn't want Kumaro sticking around. We didn't want Jordan Nelson, Jordy Nelson sticking around. Um, we're trying to free up space, get the new talent in, get, you know, new people in. With that being said, they haven't really brought in new talent, so I do understand what you're saying. Um, with that being said, you're not saying anything. So we're all left to draw our own conclusion what you do say is for the brand on your shirt, um, the brand is yourself. You definitely do it for you. You don't. You, it's not for the team at all. We know that. It's uh, you are offended. It's not, you know, there was no we are offended. It's all about you, you, you. Um, I'm sure that you put that shirt on just to laugh at the media, you know, just to see them go crazy. You blocked out the background, which wasn't the first time. I've seen other interviews where you did that. But just to get, you know, the media going crazy, this is what he does. He loves the spotlight. He loves the attention. He knows that, you know, at almost 40 years old, that the attention is going to be dwindling down. Um, he's probably got three or four more years of the spotlight. Better use it while you got it, because once it's gone, you'll be basically the Brett Favre, and we might see you on the jeans commercial. Or uh, I think he does All-Star State Farm or something. He does one of those insurance people. Discount double check. That's what I do remember. I, don't, I haven't seen it in a while, but BJ Raji, he did it better. Hey, Alrighty, Packers fans, man, I'm going to check out with you. Um, once again, it was great catching up. Once again, you know, hope this all figures itself out. Not really worried about it. Wish I had more news for you, some knowledge, you know what I mean, to bring you like some real stats on what's going on as far as like the Green Bay and how we're improving or, you know, but everything's so much in the air right now. And our, our you know, free agent list is not getting smaller. We're not signing people because we don't have the money. And we're trying to move money, but Aaron Rodgers is not willing to, you know, he's not, he's not compromising any of the money. He's not pulling Tom Brady and giving us some leeway so we can get him more help. And whoo, it's, it's a sad place, man. It's really sad that, um, uh, he's such an emotional fella, complicated fella. As the boss would say, he's just acting like a bitch. I mean, that's where, where I'm from. That's how we call it. You know what I mean? It's just, if you want to square up, we square up. That's how, that's how that goes. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes next. I'm not saying Jordan Love's going to be any better because that dude, I mean, it was very strange in his interview. If you watch it, he just, like, slouched out to the side, just, like, rocking out, just, like, nodding off in his own little world and that type. I had one of my best friends growing up. He was definitely a nodder on the bus, and he was a very strange guy. Um, I, I questioned that with Jordan Love. I just saw some weird, like, body-type movements that really make – make me see like even nervousness or insecurities or uh, I don't, I don't know what it was in him, but he was definitely 
he has some stuff going on mentally. He's all over the place. Um, hopefully he can level out, get it together. Watch that interview. It's very awkward the way his body language is sitting and very, you know, I understand he's young, but there's a lot, the nodding and just rocking out and there's interesting, interesting fella. With that being said, we're just here to play football. Sucks that we got to talk about all the, all the bull jive, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. Once again, Bob Dog checking in with you. I love you guys, man. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Like us on social media. Um, hit us with the Q&A. Any questions, bring it to us. Uh, I'm going to cut it short. I had a subject to get into. I'll save it for the next episode. I've got cards off the... Man, we got cards, 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 man. I got I to gotta bring up another episode for the card game. I'll you know flash a little pic for y'all to show you what you're, we're working with. It's getting up there, man. It's getting up there. Once again, check out the Quitty Pay story. It'll make your day a little better. You know what I mean? And find a goal, man. This is We do it for the kids. We do it for the youth. You know what I mean? Let's uh, keep striving for that. You know what I think? It was amazing, amazing opportunity that a lot of people take and just get out there and support the kids and the youth football and just, it's amazing. It's amazing. And then we have other people that are like, well, I just got to take this time to myself and I need to get out here and do this because they got the spotlight right now. No reason to spend it, you know, where it's needed. Um, with that being said, it's not my life. I'm not here to judge. Uh, I definitely do a lot of wrong with my, I don't even have the spotlight and I could be doing better. So I'm not here to judge. All I do is say that we can be offended too if we choose to. Hey, there you go. Bob Dog. I'm out of here, man. Love you guys. Out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby.